Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. This is season three called The Journey, and this is episode number 84, Karma in Your Life. Check me out at my website at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. When COVID first hit and we were all home, we all had to dig deep and figure out how we were going to handle this new way of life for the time being. And in that, this podcast was created. I took my therapy skills and my journalism skills and created a podcast about mental health. Because we all know that during this time, there's really grown of a mental health crisis with our youth to our elderly. And so mental health issues are commonplace in today's society. It is something that each of us deal with in different ways, on a different basis. Sometimes it can be daily, sometimes it can be seasonal, and sometimes it can be because of an event that happens, like COVID. And so I felt that with what I was going through and what my listeners were going through, we could connect through what COVID has done and changed the world. Now, we're living with it. It's going to be here. We wear masks. We don't wear masks. We get vaccinated. We don't. But if you've noticed, people have gone back to living their everyday lives maybe altered just a little bit. And so that's how this podcast evolved. But moving forward, we will grow together because we never know what life will throw our way. And how we will cope is the key to what these situations will do in our daily lives. It's basically how you cope, how you handle it. Now, everybody handles stress and anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and depressed in different ways. There's the common symptoms, which you can look up or I've discussed in past podcasts. And then there is the way that you handle it personally, interpersonally, between you and other people in your life. You as an individual, your health, your physical health, your environment, how you keep things around you. And so it all is how we cope, coping, choosing what we can do to release the energy of anxiety and stress and feeling overwhelmed or lifting our mood when feeling depressed. And so we all have our individual coping skills. As I'm talking, I'm sure some things are coming to your mind, your typical go-tos for coping in different situations. And everybody has their thing. Some can be overt that people notice that you do as form of coping, or it can be something very personal and and very internal. And so for me, I'm going to share one of my many coping skills that I use that might be a little bit unconventional. It's kind of a word that I use... uh, as a thought stopper. So when I'm in the middle of something where I feel like 
I'm going to react in a way that might not suit me. I use this particular word as a thought stopper. And so the word is karma. And that's why I called this karma in your life. So let's first talk about what karma is. It comes from the Sanskrit of from India over 3,500 years ago. And it's a word that you can find back in their texts that was used um, prevalently. And karma has to do a lot with your actions and, and what you do in your life and how it will affect your future. You've probably heard people say, that's okay, karma, karma's a bitch. Well, I don't like to use karma as a negative um, coping skill. I use it in a positive way as a thought process for me to handle difficult situations. So that's how I would like you to view karma. And if you utilize this as a coping skill after we're done, you'll see how it can help you change how you react to things in your life. So according to Wikipedia, excuse me, karma can mean a rebirth. Um, in today's popular culture, events that happen, um, by a person's actions are considered natural consequences. So do unto others as they do unto you is, is kind of the mentality. So if somebody hurts somebody's feelings, well, the consequences will be that your feelings may be hurt in the future. And so it's giving out that it's your karma. It's what you give out is what you get back. And that's the key to how I utilize it as a coping skill. What I give out is what I give back. And when I find myself in these moments that frustrate me or anger me, everybody gets angry. Everybody can handle their angry anger appropriately or not appropriately. You can throw things, you can hurt people physically, you can emotionally hurt people, or you can handle it in an appropriate way. And for me, the appropriate way is what I consider the karma. So let me give you an example of how I use karma in my personal life. Now, even when you're a therapist, you, you are human and you come upon challenges just like the challenges that you have. And in my life, there was a situation that evolved, um, involved myself and one of my children. And it was something where an adult handled something very inappropriately. And it made me extremely upset. And it was really crossing a boundary as um, a parent of another friend's of my daughter's, their parent confronting my child. And it was crossing a boundary as my friend. Because when a friend is in your child's presence, you expect them to almost be the caretaker of your child. And when they cross a verbal boundary, it's, it's betraying a friendship. And so I expressed myself to this person and 
how upset I was in the moment. And I, of course, handled it very appropriately. It was a, a normal conversation. And then summer happens, and I never heard from them. And I went back and forth um, as the new school year was coming, whether I should reach out to this person so things wouldn't be uncomfortable when we saw each other. And I decided not to. I decided, you know what? The boundary was crossed on their side. I'll see how things go when I see them. Well, of course I see them. And I decide to myself, I'm going to say hello and wave. Just to make things comfortable. I knew I was never going to be friends with this person again because it was just a boundary that was crossed that broke my trust. And so when you give to someone and they break your trust, it's hard to come back from that. And that's okay if that's happened in your life. You don't have to feel bad when you decide that someone just doesn't belong in your inner circle anymore and you can handle it appropriately. So I decided I just wanted to wave and say hello as they were walking towards me and I did and I said their name and the person completely ignored me and ignored me with a look of disgust. And my first reaction was my heart dropped because people don't treat me that way. I don't treat people that way. And it was just this overwhelming feeling. And then the anger came and I wanted to approach that person. And what I said to myself was karma. And I kept walking. And why did the word karma stop me from going up to this person in an angry fashion and confronting them for not reciprocating the hello or going through the argument of what happened again and rehash it again? And it just goes round in circle because people always have two sides to their stories. I'm sure she didn't like some of the things that I had said in our conversation about her breaking my trust. And so she has her own story and I have my own story and I just wanted to make it okay. And when she responded that way, the fire grew and I said, karma. And what that meant to me was you did the right thing, Elise by extending yourself in a calm, civil manner, manner just to cut the tension. And their response was not that, because they're not there. They're not able at this point in their life to process that there can be disagreements, we do things wrong, we have to accept our actions, but we can move on from that in a civil manner. So in my head, I had to say, this person's just not there. And, and one day, similar thing will happen to them, and somebody will treat them the way they treated me, and it may be years down the road, and they'll remember the moment that they treated me that way. Not wishing any harm, because I never wish any harm on anybody. 
My goal, obviously, is for people to live a healthy life, a happy life. And so that's how I got through that moment because my initial impulse was to go tell her off. That was my, you know, fight mode. That fight or flight, you either fight or you flee. And I didn't want to do either. I wanted to somewhere be in the middle and say to myself, okay, she's not able to accept her responsibility and what happened, and she just wants to be angry at me. And that's okay, because she will know how it feels someday when someone treats her the same way. And so that's how I use karma. I use it in a way to help me control my emotions and my feelings when something triggers me. Even in the grand scale of things in life and going way back in my history in my first marriage and everybody wanted me to just do the typical when someone wants a divorce to get back at them, to make things difficult for them, to not be civil with them. I didn't want to go that route because I knew ultimately there was a child involved and I wanted my child to see that what I give out is good. And so I get back good. And so I chose never to be that ex who's always trying to get back at their ex and and to punish them and I just never wanted to take that route and I would tell myself for all that that person did to me their karma will come back to them and somebody will hurt them in the same way for them to understand what they had done to me in the past not pain or physical harm but to have the same emotions of hurt to understand what they did in the past. I think everything comes full circle in life. And that's really what karma means. That it's a learning lesson for people. That by saying to, in your head that someday, like with this person, this woman, someone will hurt their feelings the same way or not want to resolve an issue and then they'll remember the situation where they didn't want to be civil with me and it comes full circle and hopefully in the end it's a learning lesson for that person like with my ex hopefully in their future relationships it was a learning lesson for them so that their life can be bettered in the relationships that they have in the future and with this parent their interactions with other parents hopefully can be better in the future or anybody in their life. And so that's how I use the word karma. It's almost as if it's this little word in my head that helps me control my emotions, that helps me get through tough things, knowing that someday, hopefully, the person who is involved We'll learn from it someday also, and it becomes a learning lesson. And it, it kind of is a chain that when we learn from the lessons and the mistakes that we make, we pass that good energy on as we learn, as the karma comes back to us. 
and then we pass on those learning lessons to others. We can take karma as a very positive energy to utilize in our life. And so I use it as a coping skill. Now, I hope that when you think about if you choose to use this mindset of karma, that you don't use it in a negative way. Use it in a positive way for yourself. There's a company called Karma and Luck that's out of Las Vegas. And if you're an avid listener, you know that I've talked about them before. I wear all their jewelry and all their things. They're all about good karma and good luck. And so all their jewelry represents with the hamsas and the evil eyes and, and just keeping all the bad energy away and only attracting the good things. And I think when we get into that mindset, we really can change the way we handle difficult situations in our lives. We can use that good karma and that good luck thought process to move us in the direction that helps us grow and move forward so we don't stay stuck in that anger or that frustration or those relationships that are family, that we need to move on as a family, but we need to get through things, to use good karma and to good, use good luck in your own personal space to help you get through and to move on with others in your relationships is so important. Now, I said like Karma and Luck, the store, all their jewelry is about good luck, the elephant with the trunk up, meaning good luck, the, the white lotus, all these things that represent um, positive, good energy. So for me, not only do I utilize the word karma as a coping skill, I wear at least a piece of jewelry that always reminds me about keeping the good energy in and the bad energy away. And when I'm feeling frustrated or going to handle something maybe spontaneously that I shouldn't handle in that way, I reach down to the jewelry and I look at the jewelry. And it's another way for me to thought stop and say, take a breath, walk away. Can come back to this if it needs to be addressed when you're feeling more in control and you know it'll be more of a positive experience or just let it go because ultimately their karma will happen and they'll learn from the lesson in life. Life is about learning and growing and moving forward. And so start to think about what your coping word can be. It doesn't have to be karma. Karma is what I use because I just feel it gives me power. I, I feel, truly feel that when people do things, their karma will come back to them. And it will be a learning lesson, not in an evil way it will come back to them, but it will come back to them in a way that they eventually learn from it. Their karma could come tomorrow or it could come 10 years from now. But eventually they learn from that experience that they might have not handled so well or they hurt someone's feelings or ended a relationship badly, ended a working experience badly, the way you treat people at the workspace, etc. It's just a way when I hear the word, it makes me stop. It stops the thought process and makes me say, 
it's not worth me getting my blood pressure up, creating a scene, raising my voice, making things worse between me and that person. It's not worth it. One day they'll learn how my feelings were hurt. Their feelings will be hurt in the same way. And so it just gets me through. So if you don't want to use the word karma, I get it. Because maybe karma in your mind means something. If they're going to get it. Their karma will come to them. Meaning something bad is going to come to them. If you can't get past that idea, then don't use the word karma. I don't look at karma that way. I just look at it that someday it will be a learning lesson for them. They will experience something similar and remember the moment that they treated me that way. And they will grow from it. At least I can hope so anyways. I always say it's what I put out there. I can't change anybody else. They have to do the work. You have to do the work. And so I can only put this energy out there. <coughs> excuse me. So that you can try to get through situations that are difficult frustrating, that make you angry, that give you a chance to step back and think. Because we all know that when we get angry, we want to react. And that's how I was in that moment. I wanted to react. I felt slighted. I felt like she was the one who did something wrong. And here I am willing to say hello to her and in turn, nothing. All I got was a look that was not welcoming. And so I have to step back and say, that person isn't ready. One day they will be ready and their karma and they will realize that in that moment they handled that situation not in the best way that they could. And hopefully that will teach them that in their future interactions they handle it differently. They talk, they work it out, or they agree to disagree and move on. And so I believe in the word karma. Pick your word. What can your word be if you choose not to use karma? A word that will stop you from reacting, giving you a chance to step back and think, even if you are going to have a conversation with somebody to think about it first and process it first and maybe role play it so that things come out in the right way so that the result that you're looking for happens, that we're not provoking and we're not saying things that we really don't want to say out of anger. Anger takes over. Anger is very powerful. Sometimes we lose our minds when we get angry in those moments. And that's why I use the word karma, because it is such a powerful word that stops me in my tracks so that I can handle the situation appropriately. Either I move on and say, it's their karma, or I can come back at another time and handle it in a more calm fashion. So your goal is to go think of what's your karma word? What word will help you in those situations when you have an interaction with somebody that doesn't go just like you would expect it to? How do you handle it? 
And always remember, when there's an interaction with you and someone else, there's two people involved and there's two feelings involved. And I acknowledge that with this person. Her feelings were involved. Maybe there was a misunderstanding. Maybe she didn't like the things that I said that I was upset about. Whatever it is, her feelings are valid for her. And my feelings are valid for me. And sometimes people are not meant to be friends or are meant to have interactions with each other. And that's okay. We just have to accept that that's life. And the next time I see her, if she smiles at me, I'll smile back. And if she doesn't, that's okay too. Because I've let it go through the, word, through the use of the idea of karma that someday she will learn and she will pass that lesson on to help somebody else get through a hard time. Helps me get through my frustrations. So I would like you to think about what your word is. Utilize it. And the next time that you feel like you want to blow up, you want to yell at somebody, you're pissed at somebody. Use your magic word to stop your actions in your tracks. To stop right there and to think. Thank you so much for joining me today. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world using your coping skills. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And pop in your earbuds and listen to some of my past podcasts. And until next time, my friends, ciao, aloha, and mahalo.